0: Hello and welcome to the Healthy Empath Podcast. In this episode, I sit down with my brother slash cousin, really, uh, Max, and we talk about my recent ayahuasca retreat and a lot of the uh, messages and lessons and things that I got from it and basically what happened in my experience. So Max has been on the show before. Uh, episode 20, we talked about healthy masculinity and you know, just the whole heart of masculine. Talk about relationships, mother wound versus father wound, uh, boundaries as empaths, all kind of stuff. So, you can also check that episode out if you haven't heard it. So, yeah, we go. And uh, yeah, I just asked if you would be a, kind of like a sounding board so I can share my experience and offer some reflections and just make it easier to talk instead of just talking by myself the whole time. So, what I did not mention in the episode is what is ayahuasca? I was just kind of talking about it, uh, assumed people knew or i think i did at least and i'm not going to go into great depth here but um yeah if you're interested i would recommend checking it out on uh just the internet doing a search there's got to be a bunch of documentaries out and everything but i can tell you that is a uh, very powerful plant medicine right so it's a psychedelic plant medicine or an anthogen, uh which is yeah really something that uh it's a coin to help, uh, you know, these things that can connect, connect you to God. And so with this ayahuasca, yeah, it's brewed from, you know, different kind of vines or plants or something. I'm not an expert in this. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they brew it um, with this because the active psychedelic component is DMT. And then one of the vines, you know, has that. And one of them has the DMT enzyme inhibitor so that you end up having a prolonged DMT experience. Otherwise, your body will metabolize it very quickly. And a lot of people refer to ayahuasca as the grandmother. And it was uh, an yeah, uh, incredible experience. But So the grandmother, yeah, for me, a lot of people actually talk about it as if it's like a person. Or the same way they might like, you know, talking to God, but like God being like a daddy in the sky kind of God. So, but then, you know, there's also part of it that's kind of like, well, if you, if you do do it, you kind of get where they're coming from. Uh, but for me, for sure, yeah, the, this grandmother, why they call her that, it really does have this that kind of energy to me. It just feels like the Mother Earth. So this is you know a fractal of her, uh, just a, an outlet for her to connect and spread her healing and medicine to, to those who need it. I have done ayahuasca once before in Mexico a few years ago, so this is the first time coming back to it. And it was two ceremonies, a Friday night and a Saturday night. And yeah, it was very, very uh, powerful. I have done other, you know, I think I talk about them on the other episodes and pretty open that I am, yeah, I use these kind of plant medicines, these psychedelics for healing, growth, expansion. And I, yeah, they've been extremely helpful in my life for a lot of different things. I've probably only had like, maybe nine now total experiences with different, you know, four or five different plant medicines uh, in the past, like, four years. So, not, or three years. So that's uh, a bit of my history with it. So, definitely not an expert. I haven't done this a whole, a lot, but, oh yeah, it was an incredible experience, and I hope you uh, enjoy listening and just pieces of it resonate, because they're yeah, just that's a lot of the stuff that came through just stuff that we are all working on and going through and healing. So I hope you are uh, yeah, hearing the story might help you. Um, feel free to connect on Instagram, shoot me a message. And let me know res- what resonated, if you liked it, if you have any other questions. And I would be happy to chat with you already. Enjoy this episode. Recording in progress. All right. I want to start this little Discussion here with a quote or something I highlighted in a book a while ago, and I'm going to mess up some of the pronunciations, but we're just going to go gonna go with it. And it says, finally, there is the service of sharing the word of life with one another. The Pustinias that were established by Catherine Day Hewitt have a rule. Those who go into the deserts of silence and solitude do so for others. They are to bring back any word they receive from God and share it with others. Mm -hmm. This is a gracious service to be rendered for no individual can hear all that God wants to say. We are are dependent upon one another to receive the full counsel of God. The smallest member can bring us a word. We dare not despise the service. So that always stuck out to me. And You know, I, I do love sharing. My experiences and you know going through these experiences and then sharing them with others and I think part of it is is a service you know to so people can hear these messages and you know they'll they'll resonate and can help them and yeah I don't think they're meant to be just kept only for us we can keep some stuff for us but that's a uh, yeah part of the the journey together is to yeah to go into our experiences and then share them share them with others, share them with our friends. So I'm happy to be chatting with you, brother, uh, as we go through my weekend and do a little debrief and hopefully people listen and, uh, yeah, just get something out of it. It has nothing to do with, uh, you know, anyone needing to do things the way I did it. And just as we were talking about before this, you know, we both this summer got a lot of the same messages just served in different ways. So you don't need to do any plant medicine of any sort to get served your messages and lessons,
1: right? Yeah. And that's, that's this opportunity here. Just reflecting it's we're all mirrors. I I already know as you go deeper into your experience, it's going to bring to light more of my experience and help me process that more. It's a beautiful, beautiful process. So thank you for sharing with me.
0: Mm -hmm. All right. So I'll go from the beginning and then just work my way through and see how much we get through. And, know, um, yeah, I'm still getting a lot from it. Different things are coming each day. And so I went to, yeah, I did an ayahuasca retreat and it was a, a two day thing or two nights, two, uh, ceremonies. So Friday and Saturday, and you drink both nights and I'd actually had to reschedule this. Cause I couldn't go one weekend. So I had to reschedule for another weekend, but uh, it worked out quite nicely, even though I had to pay extra and I was slightly bitter about that, but I was able to let <laughs> it go and <laughs> uh, still have a good time. The and yeah, it's the, the first night the, um, wasn't, you know, I, I felt you know, pretty calm going in, wasn't really anxious, nervous, excited, um, just kind of there. Uh, I was a bit super scattered because I ended up having to do, go help out uh, on a move that day with the guys and then send them there on the way to go finish up. And then I uh, got out of that early, though, so I had time to like meet up with the family because I was actually pretty close to them. And so we went to like the, this fair and there was like, thousands of people there and like you know, all the different stuff going on. So it was not a very great way to. You know mentally prepared to go into doing something like this but i mean yeah. it was fine right that's just life that's what i have available you know, i yeah. didn't fly to peru to do this i did it an hour away from me <laughs> and so i was like oh, that's just part of it i didn't even didn't do the dieta i yeah. nope. i just, i don't know I, there was some judgment and some guilt yeah but i was like honestly if i was really meant to do this i would i would feel that strongly within me and i, I know i can do it and i did it you know last time um, you know, pretty quite well, or pretty stricter for a while. Yeah. For those listening, um, yeah, dieta is like the type of diet that they recommend you do before doing ay- ayahuasca. It's very, uh, limited and restricted, uh, from a lot of different things in foods. Yeah. And I just didn't feel like I was in space to, to really do it. <laughs> so I did like some things like, you know, I didn't have meat like the week before I, I fasted on, on the day of completely, yeah. um, a couple of days off, from coffee and like stimulants on like the days going in and didn't have any alcohol for a couple of weeks, maybe so just like little things like that. Uh, but I definitely didn't do like the uh, you know, complete, I don't even remember what it is right now, but you know, <laughs> complete vegan. Yeah. Of course, no processed foods or anything like that. You know, no coffee, no sugar, low, low acidity, no sugar, no like no citrus fruits, no spices, um, various things like that. Uh, so yeah, I went, into it, went into it with, with all that. Um, but then, you yeah, know, we did wrap beforehand and that just really mm-hmm. cleared everything from the day and from every, yeah, just everything. And I felt ready to go in and just joyous. And I, I uh, connected with a few different energies just in there, you know, a dragon, a wolf and Archangel Michael, nice. I just felt these three, you know, beings there with me, supporting me, saying I'm going to have uh, a great time. Right of your life. Yeah. (laughs) And I didn't know what they meant. Of course, when I hear that, like, oh, it's going to be so beautiful. You're going to show me so many (laughs) nice things. (laughs) And I'm like, afterwards, like, you lied to me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, so we go into the the first night, and I had to drink three rounds. So the way it works is, you know, they serve the first cup. And then after a little while, maybe an hour or so, if you're not journeying they the offer and if you're feeling anything, they'll offer another. So I had the first one, had the second one. I, I, I did feel it come on at one point a little bit uh, on the second one, but definitely not journeying. Mm. Um, so I went for the third one. And then after the third one, I felt even less and more sobered up. And then I was kind of coming to the terms. I was like, OK, if that's my first night, then that's that's fine if that's what this is supposed to be. Then yeah. I'll just—I'm sure there's some type of uh, yeah lesson. I know there's no mistakes with this stuff, and yeah, you know, she doesn't mess around. So if nothing happens, that's fine. I'm pretty tired now. I'll just go to bed. And so I was like, almost like made up my mind. I like, am going to bed now, and <laughs> I did actually fall asleep, and then was woken up out of it because when it actually came on, and I was yeah, and now like fully in the in the medicine, and only a couple songs were playing by the time it was the, the you know, the, the facilitator was done playing music and it was pretty much, like, done for the night. And I had, like, just started. <laughs> I was like, oh, great. Oh. So I uh, put my, uh, once the music stopped, I needed to get my earplugs. Well, a couple of things happened. So when it first came on, I, I, I just was in this very, like, yucky, dark, sticky place. And I was immediately thinking, like, oh my gosh, why do I do this stuff? This is so ridiculous. Like, why am I even here? I could be with my family. Like, this is, I forgot what this feels like. It's not a comfortable feeling at all. And yeah, it just was like dark and sticky and the painful. And it was like that for a little bit. And then uh, kind of got the saying or affirmation came up and just said, thank you. I love you. I forgive you and I repeated that and then that like popped me out of that yucky place and so that was like the first teaching in a way uh was these three words and and I was the only place I really ever heard that is I heard that if you know if people are loved ones are dying and you don't know if they can hear you or what's going on like you don't know what to say just like say those three things Mm -hmm. and but then yeah so that that came up and I really like felt the power of, of that. And I'm sure I'll be, uh, continuing to with those things, those sayings, and like kind of like that mantra afterwards, but that was the first thing. And then it went into the next thing. And this was this taking me through all these different things and this beautiful orchestration and showing me it was kind of, and then it kind of said, it was like the grand conspiracy. Mm. It's all in your favor. Ooh and it it showed me that um it showed me that and this is a belief that i've been really practicing all year Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and you know especially through tough you know just like the challenges like with the business and like you know the lack of knowing and the insecurity just really embracing that belief system it's all in my favor and then looking for how this is in my favor yeah and and then yeah so this came up here and I but I got to like see it from a higher perspective and it was no like really guess what it's all in your favor like it's <laughs> it's all for you like this is all for you like this yeah. world this playground this everything this is all for you mm. like i hope you like it
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's beautiful
0: um and then Kind of came out of that, and then it went to another one. Then that kind of didn't really go anywhere. But uh, the so one one other thing happened was I really wanted to write something down. I wanted to write these couple, you know, those two things down. The thank you, I forgive you, and then it's all in your favor. And I was like, oh, how am I gonna write this down? I was like, maybe I can borrow a journal from someone or <laughs> call call one of the helpers over. Like, yeah. and they could they could be my scribe. Like, yeah, right. Cut this down. Do <laughs> scribe. Write this down. <laughs> and I was like, what can I do? What can I do? And then all of a sudden, it hit me. I was like, oh, my journal is in my backpack, literally directly next to me. <laughs> 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 was like, okay so i just grabbed my own journal and i wrote it down uh, not easy to write when you're in these things by the way oh. But yeah so i concentrated and i wrote it down and then so then yeah so like the, the music had stopped and i was just in my own little thing i was rolling around like a, like a snake the whole time and i actually saw like a bunch of snakes and felt these snakes and they're like oh. they're really cool and beautiful and then i wanted but there like you know there was still like kind of just like the odd noises you know here and there from the silence and cuz i mean there's you're in a, t- a tent with 30 people and you know the next person to my left was like 4 inches away and luckily i you know i i picked uh an end row as soon as i could of course you know, being the empath i was like okay where how can i at least have the most amount of space here yeah. so Caught an end row. So there's at least no one directly to my right. They're a little further away. But anyway, yeah, 30 people in a tent. So a bunch of noises. And I was like, maybe someone can get me some earplugs or what am I going to do? This and that. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's earplugs in my backpack directly <laughs> next to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I I put them in. I was like, all right. Uh, and then, yeah, just kind of like went through that. And then when I took them out at the end, I went, they, it made like a pop. And we just take the earplugs out real quick. And then I popped right out of it. And I was like, no longer in the medicine Whoa. <laughs> um but with those funny things it was just kind of like a, mi- a reminder that like everything you need is right next to you it's all yeah. within reach you know it's it we just like get so caught up in like, how am i gonna figure this out i can side them yeah and it's like oh wait it's it's, it's right there <laughs> i just couldn't see it right. it was there the whole time <laughs> and that was pretty much the first night so it was like not that exciting um you know, I got some rest. Yeah, the next day, I wasn't too tired, and I was just kind of like, "All right, yeah, like that was cool. I was fine with that, I guess." Yeah. Like those couple things, and and then you know, now even even since then, yeah, that's just like been working, even like with those mantras and that kind of stuff. And I actually maybe I'll tie it in a little bit after, but the. The second, yeah, and then the day w- was pretty chill. I, I brought my hammock, sat up, took a nap. yeah, there was some downtime. Yeah, we had the, the integration share. We ate in the morning and that was such delicious, <laughs> delicious food. because um, yeah I had you know, fasted all the day before. Yeah And then we had yeah, so we had breakfast and lunch and didn't eat again. Um, we went on a little like barefoot nature walk mm. and just like talking to each other. And then we did a, like a shamanic breath work later in the evening, uh, which was really intense. That was, it wasn't like super intense for me. I didn't like push it that hard. Mm-hmm. I just like, I went to, but so uh, when I, when I popped out of one of those things, when I was like in like one of those thought forms, maybe that I think you'll let me forgive you. Like I poof, almost yeah. felt like, you know, coming out of a cocoon, like a huge release of pressure and like, so a lot of the tension in my diaphragm actually had the release, maybe like th- it felt like maybe like maybe like 40% uh, increase in like I don't know, breathing mechanics. Wow. Yeah. And it's still, I would say like, like a 30% improvement. That's awesome. And like, yeah, being able to like take deeper breaths. Mm-hmm. And so I, I didn't go like, I was crazy with the <sighs> way I'm right. breathing. I did for a couple of rounds, but I really just wanted to take slower, deep, full breaths and like yeah. work on that. And like feel that new expansion there um but then and then even then and then people were going like wild like screaming and going insane which is pretty, like I, i've been to breathworks things like that before but not when it wasn't specified that that's a thing and with and when so few people there had actually ever done breathwork only a yeah. few people there had ever done this before and then the the guy leading it never said anything about oh no now let out a scream let it out or this or that yeah. but people just went nuts and i was like this is incredible i got yeah. wow. i'm impressed yeah oh <laughs> i mean i I, did, I think the breath work i did a couple of weeks before the men's group like it was like that but it was kind of more like yeah you know intentional about it and you know just man but this was like yeah a big mixed group and so yeah it was pretty intense and then Put this nice song after and I just cried the whole time and then we all hugged each other and hugged and cried and it was wonderful. Beautiful. And <laughs> and then the second night. This is more so the where the magic happened, I guess. And so this night I I drank yep, the first first round, nothing. Second round, nothing for a while. And then I thought I just kind of felt it come on. And then I actually went to get up and be like, um, you know, for, when he called for the third round, and I was going to go, well, maybe I'll get like a half. I might just like take me there because like I felt it come on, but it's not really on. Yeah. And then, but, but like when I get up, it started to like come on more. So I was like, oh, okay, I like, think it was telling me, like, sit, sit back down. You definitely yeah. don't need anymore. <laughs> just take <be
2: great." laughs> <Thank you. laughs>
0: uh, and yeah so then, then it came on and it was it started off pretty nice and i didn't get to hear really hear the music yesterday everyone was like saying how incredible the music was mm-hmm. and you know some people have even been to like these fancier like ayahuasca retreats um you know like rhythmia and sultara they're like wow this is like among the best music i've ever heard wow um for yeah for this and yeah so i got to really enjoy that because yeah the music is such a such an important part for Perfect. you know this medicine in particular and yeah, it was wonderful. And then, so it started off for me, like feeling pretty good. And I was even like, all right, I think I'm finally going to get away with like a, a smooth experience. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like no, no, like pain or challenges. It's just going to be like some nice messages. and Yeah. Great. Uh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, so yeah, the, the, the beginning it was, it, it was pretty incredible. It was this, it just took me through so many different things of all ways to show me, and this is what it said: it was like all to show you or to tell you something that you've known the whole time. And I was that I love myself. <laughs> and it just like brought me through. Uh, I wish I could. There's no words for it like what to to you know recall the specifics of what it was bringing me through. But it was so beautiful and so incredible, and it was like it was pulling it out of me. Mm. Um, like you know showing me that like these are what my you know my own beliefs and like pulling my beliefs out of you know out of me to the core and showing me that you know going through all this work and these like stories of my life and this and that and like these beautiful you know there was like a a book and a picture book and like a it was like a, a play and an orchestra and a, a picture book like all in one and it just it was like it never even like finally said it it's just like but it was just like all to show you something that you've known this whole time. And then, and and then I I knew like it was so, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, I I love myself. <laughs> and so it was just like this beautiful love story. Yeah. And yeah, and then it's like there's that, and then it started to like go into some other stuff and like bring in uh you know, my kids and like lucan and working them into it um it went a little Started to go a little mad man remember <laughs> from <Absolutely>. my uh
1: <laughs> was from have a touch of madness though
0: <laughs> uh, yeah and like going with the hands but then like that part with the madman was was pretty cool too because it was like showing these other beliefs and like i wrote them down and the first one that i kept saying is like i am the orchestrator it's like Ooh. i am the orchestrator i am the orchestrator and I was like waving my arms around I, was yeah. like, I am the orchestrator and I was like I am free and I was like you know, I'm like, claiming that I'm free like did I not say that I am free mm-hmm. and then like painting this like picture and I was like this little kid and I was like okay now like I was like, all right, like a little kid, and like, what do you want? And I was like, this. Is like, I was like, all right, I. Uh, I'm like, what is abundance? And I was just like, and I had to like paint it on a picture. And I was like, ah, green. And I was just like, all right, now a bunch of green stuff appeared. And then I was like, ah, <laughs> yeah, like love and happiness <laughs> and peace. <laughs> and I'm just like painting this like picture is like this little kid's like version of like what like abundance is and like what do you want? And I was like, oh, I just want everybody and everyone to be happy and this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And then this like other stories started to come in, mm. and I was like, "But what about uh, the bad guys?" <laughs> 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 and then it, like, and like maybe like say it, like, but like, like, or as I was saying, it like, it made it sound so ridiculous in my head. I was like, <laughs> you know, but the bad guys, yeah, you know, they, yeah, like you know, the ones who, because <laughs> right, there's a story of you know why we. Can't do things, or, 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 I mean, there's a lot a couple of couple big stories out there right now. um And then, you know, for me, it's more so on the side of, all right, you know, they're trying, they're poisoning our our food and our water and like glyphosate, you know, they're killing the soil. They're trying to inject toxins into everyone and, yeah. and babies, and you know, they're the air, poisoning the air and electromagnetic, electromagnetic frequencies everywhere, and you know, so there's just like all these things. So like, yeah, what? The, do we do and then it was like showing me that even that is a story Mm. everything is a story and that is a story and then when i was in this kind of like silly goofy madman i was like the bad guys i was like hell yeah they you know the ones doing doing all this stuff to us you know come on man you know what i'm talking about (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so with this teaching of like you know everything is a story which you know came through in that you know mushroom teaching yeah this was Bring that back, but then even making it into a higher perspective. So it's like, even in, like it, if you decide like, it's a story like that, Oh, yeah you know, they're poisoning our food, our air, our water, our kids. I'm trying to take away our, and take away our freedom. It's like, that is a story. Yeah. And if you believe that you are dancing with that story, you know, you're playing with that story. Yeah. You don't have to adopt that story. Cause what else does that story say? That story says also says, you know, I'm being oppressed. And I'm a weak little human. So, you know, I have to do all of these things right. to try to, you know, make sure that I don't get sick or, you know, I stay resilient and healthy and strong. So now it's really hard for me because all these people are attacking me. So I have to do all of these things. And that's, you know, the only way that I can you know be healthy if I, you know, we ever can anymore, you know, because there's also that kind of story, Well, you know, that it's like almost impossible to be fully healthy now with, you know, what's coming at us and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And so it really like showed me that that's a story. And if you choose not to play with that story, that story disappears. And then you're right back to just that picture book of creating your own beautiful life where that yeah. stuff doesn't exist. And even if it does exist, it doesn't matter, you yeah. know, <laughs> and it doesn't affect you. And the, the way you fight it isn't by, you know, screaming and saying, Oh no, we have to stop this. It just goes back to that same message that I've been getting for so long. Now just create your own beautiful life and it even showed me this in a picture book story format (laughs) and it showed me how that story with the bad men and the creepy tentacles coming down and over into the pages just simply fades away when you focus on that story in your heart of just love and beauty and creation and you know that is what makes your body stronger and resilient and be able to cope with all these things um so you why not tell the story of you know that you are powerful and free and that you know those things won't harm you
1: yeah I mean, um something like that that's powerful
2: yeah so
1: how did it feel when you were in that's that nice. creative space like creating your abundance coloring book what does that feel like
0: oh i just felt like a little kid free to play and create and it was like so funny like almost like excited it's like what do you want and the look is like i don't know it's almost like i can't
2: have anything i don't
0: know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just green stuff and like love and the
1: kittens i don't know like <laughs> oh that's awesome
0: yeah and so yeah that went on for a little bit and that story, you know, learning about that, um, yeah, man, man, coming back, but then also yeah, the that like self-love and love myself. And then, then they so, say, yeah, so it was bringing the kids in again and then showing me like, you know, love and compassion for them and some different things and showing me how much I, how to like use my love for them to love myself and love others more. Mm-hmm and it also showed me like you know in certain ways of uh, the mirrors that they serve and i i I joke about this i didn't even like talk about the sues but like it actually felt like true and it was like i felt like lucan was like not just like my favorite child but like my favorite human and like i would you know if you could only yeah, I've one we all want to spend the rest of your life with like one person. Who would you pick? Like I would pick him. <laughs> like, that, right. Shouldn't I pick like my wife or something? I don't know. <laughs> and but then in here it showed me it's like it's not a he's my favorite person, or we have this like you know, super special soul connection. Maybe we do. i just he's my biggest mirror of the things that I love about myself and the things that you know I I want more of in me.
2: Mm.
0: You know, and and or, or or me as like a little kid and you know, just um yeah I don't I guess I don't know what I was like so, a little kid but it's just you know his his light and his brightness and his laughter and like all these little things I just like yeah it's just incredible and so it was just like it was like me that I'm seeing him it was me that I love you know, more than anyone or anything in a way <laughs> like in like the least like selfish way possible like um and and then it was showing me this like you know, and then, so if somebody's, Luke, looking it's like, so looking, if he's in a fear response, like, what do you do? I was like, you know, like you go, you, you know, you lean in, you go in closer and hug and, you know, support and bring them, bring them out of that fear response. And it was like showing me how to do that with like other people and I was, especially in this. it was like, in this particular case, it was bringing up like my mother-in-law and like seeing the same thing in her. And just like understanding that she is like just you know and a lot of people they're just trapped in a fear response yeah. and to push them away or insult or berate is you know on all these kind of things is typically not what people need right. um yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's like you know about like you know how to lean in and have compassion and just be like hey i, I get that you're scared um Blah, 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 I don't know. and then i like, talked to him instead of you know wanting to like fight in some way or just come up i was like yeah well that applies to kids not adults grow the fuck up <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> but um yeah so it's, like teaching how to have you know compassion and like, these different things and showing me some stuff with like luke and you know where i've slipped up because i just wasn't self-managed and you know projected my anger and stuff on her and, and things onto him and aggression and yeah show me like how that happens and what was actually happening and also the resolve to never let it happen again yeah and and then so actually when I was writing the affirmations too in my in my notebook it was like there was like music playing and it was incredible. And it was like a storybook and you're flipping through each page. And I was just like imagining if like, I was writing these things and like bringing, putting them in like Lucan's room and he's like waking up and like seeing them and then like growing up and it was like, just like this whole beautiful story. But like, yeah. as I was writing like, them to him, it was also me writing them to myself. And at the same time that was happening, it was also God writing them to me. And I yeah. felt like all three of those things in one. And <laughs> It was just like, Oh, it's okay. oh, my no eternal. It's over there. I'm going to grab it once yeah. And yeah, so I, but like the way it was like working with like music and then imagining I'm like growing older. So it was like so much about like how I want to show up for them and how I you know want to you know how I can lead them and how I can teach them. Yeah. And it comes back to like you know like parenting myself and like leading leading that way. And yeah. So I have like these I wrote them like each on a page. It's, it's extremely hard to write a couple of my friends are like how'd you write anything yeah i was like I, <laughs> you know, like I am the orchestrator i am free Yeah, you know, and then like with this the nice like helpful affirmations like like when i was just talking about and one of you know, don't ever stop um i will never hurt you mm. uh, you're the best <laughs> uh, and then let go patience spelled wrong <laughs> 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 i am safe and so yeah i was just you know seeing like and just like reflecting on just like you know this like family unit and all these things and i was just like you know just like get so caught up and like busy and like things are good and you're all happy and it's good but like you know there's so much more that i want to be doing or could be doing or teaching them you know by um you know, yeah being in a certain way and you know, just kind of like imagine them or I saw them like, you know, growing up and what I, the stuff I want them to learn. And not so much like, you know, I don't want to place it, put agendas on them, but you know, there's a way that I want to be that they can emulate that I feel is appropriate. And if they want to change that then you know, go for it. But
1: right.
0: You know, it was just a lot about like kindness and compassion and strength and courage and like yeah. so many incredible things. And yeah, so it was really Nice to like see all that and then some stuff with uh yeah, Bodhi tune helping him. And then I was really afraid the the music was gonna stop, or I knew it was gonna stop, and I really didn't want it to stop. Yeah. I almost couldn't fully enjoy it. Like I was almost there, like 80-90 percent, but I couldn't fully enjoy it because I knew it was gonna end and I did not want it to end. Yeah. Um and then of course it ended. <laughs> And it it wasn't that bad. I was just kind of like, you know, the energy continues. The journey flows or, you know, make your own music. And then it was a strange experience because they like closed the ceremony. The music stopped. People started like already talking and like processing their experiences. And I'm like, you know, looking at my hand feeling I'm like I got a ways to go. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, the crap. (laughs) I was like, "Where, where are those earplugs? Yeah and then the facilitator even came around it's like the this like closing on everyone with like the the tobacco and i you know everyone's like they want everyone to like stand up and i was like we even stand up i can't stand right now so i yeah. had to like He came over to me and i was like yeah man i'm, I'm still in it and i can't get up he's <laughs> <laughs> like all right just let us know if you need anything and then i started uh get
2: out of
0: here <laughs> um so it went through like another, Oh, so yesterday I had or the day before I had this realization from like fr- uh, Friday night. It's like a lot of my experiences feel like they are so in my head and experienced like in my head. Yeah. So the next is like, I, I'm like, I, I would like to like be more in my heart and in my body. It was like part of my intention. Yeah. And then I, so yeah, it close it down with this. I'm still in it. Kind of getting some messages, you know, still writing some stuff here and there. I can't. Tell you the specifics of what these like different patterns and loops I was going through were but then I kept coming and then oh, I would like pop up and think I'm out of it I'm like ah and then I say you know I have like a test I do whenever I'm in, like in like a you know a deeper thing I just I just look at my hand yeah and I can know if I'm still in it because it'll start to look a lot you know different yep <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah like it actually felt like I was out of it and then like wait I'm looking at my hand I'm like oh crap I would kind of like lie back down, loop again. And i like, oh, pop up. and like, oh yeah, this is it. It's got to be soon. And I was like, no, really? Back down. And this happened a bunch. And I was like, eh, I'm still writing a couple things down. That's like one of the things I wrote. That's when I wrote down, like let go. And yeah, I am safe. Like let go. I was like, oh, and the, the patience. I remember why I wrote patience. Because it was talking about and showing you know that there is nothing outside of ourselves like there's and there's nothing outside of ourselves to blame Oof. and the so when i'm trying to pop out of it i'm not popping out of it so my, where does my brain go ah uh, there must be some entities clinging on to me holding me in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then uh, and then it was like didn't we just tell you there's nothing not to blame anything outside yourself i was like gosh. yeah and that's when it was like patience. And then also, again, bringing a lot of this back to like parenting, how I am with them. You know, so often you have this experience with kids. You tell them not to do something. You tell them to do something, this or that. And then they immediately just don't do it or do something else. And like, didn't I just tell you? And
2: right. you get annoyed.
0: And then this was like the same thing. I was like, yep. So like blaming things. And then I was like, ah, oh, it must, must be some entities outside of me, you know, holding me in here. Yeah. And then, and then I was like, didn't we just tell you, that? tell you that? I was like, and then, so it was like teaching, yeah, patience. Like you're gonna make mistakes. There's patterns ingrained, and you know, take some work to like break out of them. It's like, yeah. you know, patience with yourself and patience with your kids. You know, so if you tell them to do something and then they just do the opposite, like they're not doing that to you or on purpose or, it's like, oh, why don't you listen or oh, why don't you listen or blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. And then I really had to pee. <laughs> didn't didn't want to get up. Yeah. yeah. Wish I had a water bottle to pee in. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't one in my backpack. <laughs> <by the way>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, just like, feel like I was, you know, I was in the army I and mean, it was like super cold or something. Or, you know, if you're smart, you bring like a Powerade bottle with you in your sleeping bag because then you don't yeah. have to like get up to pee.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, but there wasn't one. So I managed to get up. I walked to the bathroom, stumbling a little bit. And then when uh, I was in there, then it started. I felt like it was coming on a little more. And then I go outside and I was like, oh, it's coming on even more. So I just, but it, it felt good to get some fresh air. And then the loop started happening faster and deeper mm-hmm. and more, more miserably. And then um, to the point where I was like, oh shit, I'm like, I'm caught in something here. Good. And so I'm trying to use everything I just learned or the, that I've learned in the past to get out of it. So it's almost like once you know what the remedy is, it kind of pops you out to the next level or something mm-hmm. so i'm just like you know in my head trying to figure it out like, okay well, well i surrender and like let it go and this or that or say this or well, thank you i love you, forgive you whatever nothing's working And i'm like shit i think i need some help so i'm like maybe i can uh ask someone so everyone else is in bed except for the facilitators or not the facilitator the helpers there's a few of them by the fire Literally everyone else is still in bed. i think there's only like one or two people who are actually still in in bed in the medicine everyone's like in bed completely done Oh, wow. And um, so I'm like, maybe I can, maybe someone will go get my sleeping bag and I can just curl up in the dirt here and, you know, <laughs> r- ride this out. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> of course, that was not the answer. And then I just, I finally went over to the fire to them and I was like, guys, I need help. Like, you know, I'm stuck in a loop. And they're like, oh, okay, you know, you want some rap here or something? I, like, I don't know anything. So he <laughs> we went to like get his stuff and kind of went back. And then he was, yeah, they, the three of them came over and one of them had the raw And at this point, or in that loop, I just say they caught in a loop. Like, but when I want to say this, this was one of the most miserable experiences of my entire life. Ooh. Like it was absolutely an awful feeling. Like I think being shot at is more fun. Like it, <laughs> it was
1: awful. It was so awful. Oh. Um, just emotional turmoil or
0: just i don't know imagine being trapped in madness and like you know or i would like wouldn't even like after like i would go into a loop i wouldn't even like remember like what happened like before i was like wait what the heck and then so just like you know this this like imagine imagine like losing your mind kind of thing right and then being like trapped and having lost your mind forever and the uh yeah it sucked <laughs>
2: yeah <that does>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and so they came over and uh, yeah i was i managed to sit up for them and you know get the, the rap in and you know the thing in one nostril, and he blew it in and it felt pretty good and i felt that, like myself starting to come down a little bit and so i was like working and i just had this like Yeah, it's like, you know, you don't want people to see you in like pain or discomfort and all this. And I had this kind of insight. No, sit up tall and proud in front of them and just like let them see your fucking pain. You know, whatever ugly faces you're making, like it's fine. Yeah. um So, yeah, I did that and I was just kind of, the loop was ending, but it was like super just like uncomfortable, kind of spinning around. Uh, I felt like I was gonna puke but I didn't, I didn't I didn't like puke at all um it didn't definitely didn't the first night and then I almost thought I did the second night after that rapé. but then yeah. I like looked in the bucket after and there's nothing and again so people are unfamiliar it's a very common experience that most people puke I think there's like maybe like four people out of 30 who like didn't yeah. um and yeah and then so the rapé is gonna go in the second nose second nostril so I was able to get that. And then yeah, it started to bring me back down and down into my body out of the loop. Mm. And then I said to like the, the woman next to me who I had met uh the, the time I was there before the San Pedro. I was like, I'm gonna lie on your lap. And so I just lie down on her lap and started kind of just dissolving, surrendering deeper deeper. <laughs> and then they just held me and they brought up her blankets and yeah. and then I just I turned into a baby, dude. Yeah. I turned into Bodhi specifically, uh. and even like started saying to him like "I got you, Bodhi," like "I got you, Bodhi." And like I, as this was happening, like I knew like I was doing this for him, and so I just like yeah you know, because of the rape, you know, like I'm sneezing so I'm just you know, sneeze sneeze, yeah. Bookers are running down my face. <laughs> and you know, like, so part of me, of course, like, wants to like make this stop or clean it up, but then i just like, no, like, surrender. Like, so I, I mean, at least put like some paper towels under, so I'm not like, getting boogers on yeah. her, leg. But yeah, just there, and then I was just snotting and sneezing like a baby with a cold. Here, you know, with a stuffy nose at night, and it's like super uncomfortable. You don't know what the fuck's going on, and like, <laughs> you know, and i just you know, you need people to hold you and love you and not be annoyed with you. Yeah. and and they, and they they did that for me so they just like help and, I, and I, I said to them, I was like you, you guys just saved my life <laughs> yeah uh, and then yeah I just turned into the baby in this deep surrender and I even started like yeah, saying to him I was like I got you boy and I just knew I was just like I'm feeling a bit out of the medicine or, or at least the depth of it for sure but yeah. you know still very in something hmm and yeah, I just lied there for a while and they're just like played music. Two of them just sat there holding space. One of them just sat there and held me and I just like started deeper into it. It was just like, you know, letting, let them care for you like completely, like, you know, don't worry, you know, you're not a burden. Like, um, and, and then, yeah, I finally was feeling better and after that for a while. And then I was like, oh, I'll make my way over to the fire. And I just kind of sat by the fire for a while. Um, chug some water. <laughs> so yeah. thirsty. Um, and just kind of like reflecting a little bit. And then I, was, I didn't want to go to bed. I was afraid to go to bed. I've never had that experience in my life. I've never been afraid to go to bed. Yeah. Usually like, oh, I can't. I'm afraid. So I want to go to bed. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, but I was like legit afraid to go to bed. Because um, I was like, I mean, I was just like. You know, caught i don't want to didn't want to get like caught in a loop or, but then also just like the same experience that a baby might have to actually be go, afraid to go to bed like yeah. whoever really would have thought of like such a thing i wouldn't have, I know that no it's like i mean you're just a baby just sleep all the time like would...
2: uh,
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and then i even had that one point i got out of the chair and i just plopped down on the ground next to the fire yeah. just lie there and someone brought over like more blankets and a pillow and i just lied there for a while mm. um and after I was done lying there, yeah, somebody somebody came out with a guy who was sitting next to me, or his mat was next to my mat. He was still kind of there. And he was like, Oh, hey. Um then yeah, and then after a while I finally went, I felt felt good enough to go back into my sleeping bag and buy on my mat in the tent. And I don't know, slept maybe like an hour before I woke up. <laughs> but but that uh was the the experience as I currently recall, that's not all the messages and everything that in lessons that's been extracted. That was just kind of the the play by play that I remember
1: of like what happened there wow. That's powerful so that this was day two and three or oh, it was only two nights of medicine, right? yeah, right
0: yeah, so at that point, the first night was like, there was a first night (laughs) it just seemed like so inconsequential but it was you know or really it just felt like a part of you know one thing it was it was was really like it was like one thing yeah um and yeah, and then so the next day we had a great integration share circle some of the stories that people this is the best circle that i'd ever been to for any of the things like this like some of the things that people were sharing were incredible
1: did it help you? Did it like trigger a lot of your experience too and help you to process and understand more of what you went through? Did you find? Um,
0: yeah, I, I mean, I was still was just I reflecting on mine, but you know, liking he, hearing what all they say is what um everyone had to say. But I was like, uh, uh, I was also so so many things that happened after. Um, but there there was a lot of fathers there too. So I think they all resonated um with like my share and what happened and it was, you know, like one of the greatest gifts I've ever received. <laughs> it was incredible. And, sure. you know, my intentions for the weekend, of course, you know, we're all about like business. <laughs> I <laughs> was like, all right, I yeah, well, like, help me crush it. Like I want to figure out the healthy empath and like, yeah, well, let's get that going. And like, yeah, I want to know like what to do with fit to move and how can I do like both of these and just be like, you know, fly. And like, I just, I want to fly and just be crushing. And that was pretty much my intention. <laughs> 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 yeah and i got a real gut check a heart check yeah. and it took me like right back to what's important and um, mm. and so the you know being caught being still working while everyone else went to bed so that was a big thing like uh yeah. um a macro you know or a reflection of you know, certain belief systems and just a, a loop that I've been in, and a story. So let's bring it back to the stories. There's a story that I've been living is that I have to work. I'm busy. I yeah. work, blah, blah blah, and so it was like everyone got to go to bed and finish their experience, but I'm stuck at work. <laughs> and yeah. and then uh, and yeah, so like that's what they show me that. So that experience with Bodhi was like. He, you know, he needs he needs his father. He doesn't need me to be working all the time. And you know, because it's not just that I'm gone a lot. It's that when I'm home, I'm thinking about work. Mm -hmm. Um, even if it's not like stressing about something, it's like something creative. Ah, you know, scheming, like how how am I gonna do this? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or just like, oh, I gotta do this today, i will got to finish up with these couple things, and then this is what I have to do in the morning. So I gotta do this, I gotta do that. So, yeah, really, and then there's also, this, like so Susie being a stay-at-home mom, I see it like, that's your job, this is my job, so I put most of the responsibility when it comes to taking care of the kids onto her, or, you know, if the kids get sick, or, you know, Bodie has a cold, like, that's, that's your job, you know, you can go and lose sleep, I'm going to sleep in the basement, because I have to go to work, right. um, and, you know, that it was a powerful share for her, too, because yeah, she, with, with, with Bodhi, because, you know, she was, like, guilty of the same thing. You know, he, his story, what happened there is, like, you know, he became an inconvenience. Mm. And so we're always, like, oh, what the heck, yeah, Bodhi this and Bodhi that. And then Lucan was, like, the golden child because, you know, he was just you know, so easy and incredible when he was that age. And, yeah, but it's, like, he also had, like, four adults, like, totally present with him all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because we were, like, with the my in-laws and I wasn't working yeah. as much. And then now with Bodhi, it's like, so now we have, I'm working a ton, but we also have Luke in now as well. Yeah. So he just like, doesn't get the, the time and the attention. And then, you know, when he's needy, even, even like, as I say that, what a ridiculous thing, like to call someone needy, like, yeah. I don't know. it's like, <laughs> oh, you're needy because you need your needs met. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, right. uh, he's like, I'm only needy because I don't have my needs met. Yeah. <laughs> And, and yeah so that was like a big reflection and uh, or big you know eye opener and is you know like he just yeah he needs he needs me and he needs us to have more compassion for him and you know like check in with him more like oh hey you doing but instead of like oh yeah why do the little kids you know runny noses last so long i like, got oh, more buggers and it's just like you know yeah. did i sit him down and check in with him look at me yeah hey, hey you goodbye nose so you know is still a little runny yeah um anything you need obviously you can't talk or anything but you know you can still like sit down and check in and talk to him and i well yeah wasn't doing any of that and you know there's been some times i was like oh yeah i think i'm gonna like you know this day this amount of time each week or this day i'm gonna you know, devote to doing this or like hanging out with him but you know i just had to go to work so it didn't end up happening yeah. so yeah this story of just working and and then like not being that yeah, totally present there with the boys and just having all these things. And I was like, why don't we like do more together and learn more? And you know, why don't we play music every night? And I wait, what? <laughs> it's always okay. just like, oh no, We all got to go to bed because we're all tired and I got to work in the morning. Um, so yeah, just so much compassion. And uh, just seeing the kids with like such new eyes. I feel like I have my life <laughs> back. I feel like I have everything back. Like it feels so good. Yeah. And like, at the same time, as like that was the answer to what I'm working on in a way. Like, and I've I've actually gotten this message a lot of times before is like, you know, the more I focus on my you know relationship with Susie and of course the family, them, the more the businesses and everything will grow. Yeah. Like that's the abundance. So it's like coming back to the heart and what's important and true abundance mm-hmm. and cultivating that, and then other things, you know opportunities and the doors and the, the flow with everything else just happens wow. um so yeah that's, but I've, I've been at work like oh, this, this whole week so it's kind of like
1: weird weird like am i like what <laughs> I but, after um, experience like that i'm curious <laughs> after this experience and the messages you've received when you walk through the door after a long day of work how are you arriving into your household
0: uh, happier <laughs> <laughs> are you yeah. finding
1: yourself able to shut off more and be present so like today like i actually
0: i have stuff to do so let so say context especially for other people, who don't know like i i have a moving company as a startup yeah. so, you know, I has a year and um so there's you know in any business there's a lot of work and especially when it's newer and yeah. you know and if you don't have somebody to do a job then that falls onto you right. and you know so like last month you know i had you know, one of my main employees was in a car got hit by a car got t-boned on his he was a passenger um, oh. and then you know he was he led most of the jobs and the one i trusted most to do so so he was out and is still out and i don't, I don't even know if he'll ever come back Ooh. and then you know another guy he's just a regular you know helper sprained his ankle was out for over a week um someone this week some problems with him so i actually had to cut his hours for the rest of the week so so on all those scenarios that means i end up going on moves more and then but i'm the owner i have other stuff to do so like i i can just walk you know when i get home like i legit have stuff to do like i have to go on my computer i just even if it's just like a few emails or check in with like jess who's like pretty much managing and running my business while i'm a mover <laughs> yeah. um you know, so i have like stuff to do so um like today I ended up out moving and had some stuff to do when I got back, but I was also like, well, do I really have to like run and do it so quickly? And Cause that was like part of it. It's like, well, oh, let me go, oh, let me just, I'm, I'm still at work. So hi everyone. I'm going, I'll be in the basement. I'll, I'll be up when I'm done working, but it's like, yeah, that doesn't really end up like getting turned off. So I was like slowing down a little more and just being, realizing that things are like taken care of and be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I can take a time to, at least you know engage with them and play with them and laugh with them even if it's for like five minutes when i get home yeah. you know because they both get so excited and Luke comes running over daddy and buddy's always a oh, big smile wants me to pick him up yeah. so yeah just when i got home every day i just felt so much more grateful and even if i am tired I'm like so what like I, I don't have anywhere else to be because i felt like i always had somewhere else to be yeah um whether it's at work or whether it's i don't know watching tv in my in the basement alone <laughs> like yeah. you know it's like that's what i would rather have been doing yeah and so now i just have this a stronger feeling of like i don't have anywhere else to be and there's nothing more important that i could be doing right now beautiful yeah um i still want time to myself and time to relax but it's like yeah totally totally different yeah yeah this is where i need to be
1: yeah it's funny as i hear you say that you know, your time needing to like maximize it or whatever. I don't know if this is just a, a male trait in general, but I find myself getting caught in that same trap sometimes of like, well, oh, I gotta I gotta get all this done so I can maximize the time that I have for myself, even if that means cutting time away from Jamie. So that I can like have my, my my max time. Like in the past, I would get aggravated when she would ask to like play your game or something. Cause I was like, you're getting in, you're getting into my time now. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, wait a second, you've got all the time in the world to take care of Max. You can give a little bit of time to your partner to play with her and have fun and, and engage in that relationship. And it's it's funny. I I've, I've heard other men share similarly too, like this this scarcity around time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, it can be a tricky balance because like you do need time to yourself. You do need to prioritize yourself and certain things, but then yeah, it can get muddled and you can kind of realize that you're not really doing it like, you know, the right way or
1: that you can do both. Cause yeah, it's just, yeah, for me, it was just realizing that I do have the time I need to take care of myself. I just need to be more intentional with it. Instead of thinking that it needs to be the eight hour block that I'm home. It's like, why don't I give myself two hours? And then after those two hours I can plug in elsewhere.
0: Yeah. 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 So it was incredible. And like, yeah, that story of just like, yeah, of family and work, and just taking back to my heart and creating a beautiful life. And yeah. And part of it was like, yeah, Freddie, the facilitator, he was saying, you know, when he was like brewing the medicine, like having this intention, he's like, I, I hope that people don't come back is what I hope, you know, for this, for this brew here. Wow. I hope they, what they get what they need and don't come back. And when we were in like the integration, I almost said something. I was like, Freddie, I think your intention might've worked here. Cause, um, I, I don't I ever want to come back or do this again. It's <laughs> not for a long time, but yeah. of that, that fades so quickly. Yeah. And now like, even like that, even though that was like, so painful, I even had this experience of like being in the being in it. And then almost as if like some, like you're, um, you know, pachamama or whether it's like you know the spirit of ayahuasca or mother earth or your soul it's like god spraying a little like forgetful powder on you so you yeah. like forget how like painful the experience is <laughs> yeah, so, that, right. so that you do come back so, yeah uh, possibly with like you know like um, childbirth That's yeah like, exactly um but i did have this insight so like, if i I'm, I'm sure i'll do ayahuasca again but um yeah or then I, whatever i do next but when I do it, uh, there was a, like a chef. I'm not doing it because I'm wounded, or I'm not doing it because my wounds are big. I'm doing it because my dreams are big.
1: Ooh, I like that. I like yeah. that.
0: Yeah. Um. And then yeah, so there was just like so many like different things, and yeah, I've been feeling great ever since. And yeah, I already had like some kind of like stressful trigger times, um, but kind of like yeah, just going into the self care. So this is like took self-care like to a whole new level for me and like self-love like the self-love and like loving myself and what it actually means to love yourself like i I didn't feel that before like you know i would do i would take care of myself and practice but it's like i i didn't actually have the deep feeling of like i love myself i even got a mirror it's over there uh, i was gonna do like this practice of like you know meditating in the mirror looking in the mirror for excellent you know however much time, however many days in a row. And then I just like didn't stick with it, couldn't do it, didn't really even like, like looking uh, in the mirror that much, especially for extended periods of time. But I just feel like such a whole new level of like self-love and self-care. And I'm excited to, like I was telling you earlier, like, you know, get into another whatever I pick, you know, routine I'm going to do in the morning and just have that time to like truly like love myself but like but be able to feel it now. Like, yeah. Everything just it feels so different. It feels so softer. It feels so true and mm. yeah, it's just so much better. Um, so like yeah, that was a big opener. Is like yeah, that the self love and loving myself and there was a like yeah, just also this realization that it's a, everything is a love story mm. or that that being human is a love story and that we are all here on a love story and the love story you know, and we're all learning how to love how to yeah. love one another and especially if you look at like the you know the political climate right now like i just imagine like being in ayahuasca or in like that madman kind of like looking at that and you, you would just see a bunch of kids learning how to, to one day love each other <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i think we might get to that point um it doesn't yeah. look like it right now yeah. But yeah, I think we're all just here incarnated to learn how to love and to learn how to love one another and all these different types of love—the love of your family, the love for yourself, you know, the love for you know, a brother, a sister, a child—and how they're all a little different, but they're all like love—a love for people you don't like at all—and like you know, just, so I just had this like, realization: I was like, wow, like being human is a is a love story. Like, we're all in a love story. Here.
1: Yeah, that's beautiful. I love that analogy. Where do you feel uh, like that? Where do you feel like that love starts? Like, is there a
0: sense with you? It starts with me, you know, I guess. Yeah. Right. And like the, the self love, which yeah. is talked about a lot, but then it's so weird. Cause like, how do you actually like do it or turn it on? Right. You yeah. Know? Even as like a coach working with people, I was, you know, I, I said those things to people, mm-hmm. but and now I'm like seeing it differently. Cause like, yeah, but how can you do it if you don't actually feel it? Yeah. I, so that's why I think we need experiences to open up. You know, that's why it's important to have healing experiences, go on retreats, you know, work with plant medicines to, so that you can get to having some type of experiment experience where that opens up and you're like, Oh my gosh, that's self-love. That's what that feels like. Mm -hmm. Cause like, Oh, someone told me, I need to love myself. So I need to journal in the morning. I I started journaling and eating a little better. And it's like, (laughs) still love
1: myself. (laughs) I
0: don't know if it's going to work like that.
1: Yeah no i totally feel that i feel like for my my journey with self-love started when i started accepting myself where i'm at more instead of doing battle with myself all the time it's like i love myself but you could do a little better here there that's where it's like why don't you just accept yourself where you're at right now and start loving yourself more where you're at and trust the process
0: yeah it was a, a big thing for the people for people over the weekend too was this you know the whole like monkey mind or the chatterbox yeah how to deal with that and like the biggest thing that came through for that like most people's answers was to just like this idea of just like thank you yeah yeah, yeah. oh thank you so especially and then you yeah, know I found it works with like thank you I love you forgive you or some type of combination or just thank you I love you so and then even like talking that out you know so if it's like chattering like that or saying all that stuff just like oh wow you you sounds like you're really concerned for, for me and my well-being. Like, thank you. Um, yeah. That's not the approach we're going to take right now. And, you know, I kind of need exercises so exercise like having this conversation and people that had this experience too. And like the, in the medicine, like hearing, just saying like, thank you. And it kind of makes it like, makes it fade away.
1: Yeah. And it's like, oh, thank you. That's a good point. I love that too. It's kind of like the self-interrupt. It's like, hmm, I see the path we're going down here. I see you and I hear your concern. And that's yeah. what I'm focused on most. Like I hear your concern and yeah. I love that, but N- noted. <laughs> noted. <laughs> Let's take a different approach. <laughs> Why
0: don't you sit this one out though? <laughs> <Val>. <laughs> um, but yeah, I felt like that self-love coming into play like, already this week. Um. You know, feeling kind of like stressed out or anxious about something. Uh-huh. And then being able to like go into like that place of compassion. And I just had this realization. I was like, you just want everyone to be happy like that's fine like that's okay like yeah i get it um and that like it was a huge you know just with like you know the moving company you know like we have the same with the reviews you right? know because we only have five stars and um we're like the only company in on the seacoast that has, has only five stars so like i want to keep that up and make this you know and I, I want everyone to be happy i want all the customers to be happy and i want to be there on time i don't like leaving people hanging or this or get upset or if anything goes wrong i kind of get like stressed about about that yeah. and so you know things were like you know going taking a turn not bad you know but um you know things taking you now, customers are adding a bunch of stuff so they're you know, taking it longer expected and somebody's waiting blah, blah blah and just feeling a little like stressed out and then that's like yeah i kind of realized i was like you know what, you yeah you just want people to be happy like that's why you're feeling a little anxious right now it's just like so then by that like recognition kind of like let a lot of that go and then yeah you could even take that further it's like you know but like you know not at the expense of your happiness you know right yeah how about you have you know it's like they're they're all good like why would you like no one's even said anything like that's, that's that's all good so i was like oh yeah so so what if the job went over that was out of our control and like you know, we're still doing a great job so yeah. it's just like yeah so much like having that the self-love and the compassion is you know really handy and of course like yeah you want there's always this like or for me at least there's like you want to have like these big experiences and then you want you know, it, your problems go away because yeah. of them
1: yep <laughs>
0: um and a lot of people, I think, especially can yeah, put that on to uh, plate medicines, especially when there are as like, powerful experiences as yeah, you know, they can be. But uh yeah, anyone who I don't know if the right is there, but yeah, should know should know better than that 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 it's uh that's not how it works, right? There, there, it's a training ground, right? Yeah, it's like
1: just on coupling.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, it, it prepares you, it trains you for whatever is to come. So yeah, for, of course it's healing, right. And you can open <laughs> doors and you can feel I know, better, but there's still going to be the pressure is coming into you in life. And you can, you know, you apply what you learned. Oh, thank you. I love you. Forgive you. You know, everything's in my favor, you know, family, self-love. So scenarios are going to come up that are going to challenge that. Yeah. And we have to you know come back and, and be rooted in that. And not just be like, Oh no, I, I changed and I'm, I'm good, you know, cause I had this experience and that's that, but you have to like continually, Practice and work at it. And which isn't, you know, I know I've had this like fear of like bad things happening. And yeah. And so, so I was like, part of me even like wanted to like, have, you know, wants to have like a healing experience that someone thing just like comes in and tells me bad things are never going to happen. That's it's okay. Yeah. But it's just like instead like, of, you know, several so just going to give you the strength that you need. and this whole constantly, you know, with the, the fathering or the, you know, the parenting to the self, to myself and then to my children. Um, and it, it really does feel like this, you know, being, I even read this book or listened to it uh, fathered by God. And I could, I really felt that in this medicine, although this felt more feminine. So mom and dad, but um, you know, and it, it shows you, it's like, it makes you do it and it shows you. And so there's this um, archetype that has come up for me. It's like this father wolf and to me this father wolf embodies you know what it means to be a father the father that i want to be yeah. and you know and we, we play with luke and you know we you know he calls daddy wolf and he's a, pretends to be a wolf cop or uh, wolf pop
2: yeah. and
0: you know we were wolf family i was wearing my wolf shirt the other day when i got back yeah. and he he like stopped he's seen it before but he like caught him and he stopped and looked at it and then he and then he says he liked my shirt and asked where i got it and then he said will you get me a family wolf shirt
2: uh, like, oh, oh, oh yeah. Yeah? So, <laughs> yeah it's
0: in the mail right now yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> so he's got a little shirt like a little wolf family on it but anyway That's amazing so i connected with this yeah in the rapé yeah see like these energies and the wolf there so probably like you know when you once like when you're in like this medicine to have this vision where I want to like, you know, sit across from this, you know, this wolf or this dragon or God or whatever, and like have this conversation and just like show me things. But instead, it's like, you know, you embody it and then it takes you through it and shows you what it really means to be it and to live it and to own it. And then so it's like, oh, do you have this like this vision of this big wolf? It's like, no, I didn't see any wolves in my trip, but I became the father wolf, you know, and it guided me and it showed me and it had me do it just like I would for Luke and not do everything for him. But just just encourage him, you know, he's climbing something. I'm not going to pick his foot up and put it where it needs to go next. You know, just encourage him and tell him, you know, let him know he can do it. And like that's how you know what this experience and a lot of these experiences are like, and what they feel like. And it feels like being fathered by God, and especially in this particular you know weekend, and we're just like taking you know with the, the parenting and the self love, and it's just like showing me how to do it, you know, showing me how to be a father, showing me how to be you know a lover, a, a human, yeah. a, jo- a child, a baby, everything. <laughs> it was incredible.
1: That is incredible, man. That's so beautiful. And such a good depiction of what it means to do these medicines right like I'm glad you said that because I do feel like there's there's this um lens that's cast on them I was like you just got to do it once and you're good to go it's like no there's a there's a lengthy integration process it's a it's you put it perfectly a training ground for all for for life in general it helps you I can't say it necessarily gives you the answers but to your point it kind of like encourages you to keep the pat that you're on and gives you affirming messages of like yeah keep going it's hard sometimes but you've got it you're hardwired for struggle it's hard but don't forget all the love you're surrounded by don't forget the beauty of life in general the fact that you even have a, a chance to play this game alone is like miraculous so enjoy the miracle while you're here play every step of the way and uh and don't don't close yourself off to the human experience like enjoy every depth of the emotion that comes with it cry when you need to cry laugh when you need to laugh play when you need to play like it's that's what it's been for me in my medicine journey it's just this reminder of like keep going like the shit gets hard and cumbersome sometimes but you got it yeah wonderful
0: um yeah it's almost like a like a flight simulator or something or yeah you know, it's like virtual reality you know video game you put it on you get the practice but then you have to go out and do the real thing and it's exactly yeah. harder in the real thing and you make mistakes and it's okay and it showed me all that <laughs> in the experience too and especially when it was going through like this picture book and like i yeah. saw like my kids growing up and i'm just like yeah it's okay to go out and make mistakes and this and that and you know it's this is a great, you know, life changing experience, but yeah, there's still stuff that I already this week I'm kind of worry about or think about or right. um, but even as we were like talking, it was like, oh, I wonder if like that's still there. know, yeah, because I'm supposed to use like what I you know learned here to, to, you know, approach this thing, whatever this thing is. Right. Um and yeah, it probably is, but like I don't want to approach that thing. I just want everything to be easy. Yeah. <laughs> yep. really, not gonna lie, I really do. <laughs> you know, I'm no stranger to adversity, um, uh, adverse adversity and you know, hard work. But it's like, I honestly, I would prefer everything it's just is easy. I still think it'd be fun <laughs> if it was all easy. I don't know what people right. are talking about. <laughs> yeah. I'd have a blast. <laughs> yeah, I'd be having yeah, a great time. <laughs> um <laughs> uh, so yeah I guess I'm just excited for oh well life has a habit but I was gonna say the other one last big thing is just gratitude yeah after losing my mind essentially
1: yeah, uh,
0: I felt so grateful to be alive the next day yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: I felt, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful to eat the food that I have. I'm just like, I feel so much gr- more gratitude in general Um, since that experience. And just like, yeah, I don't know, for everything, like my normal my morning coffee, I just feel so much more grateful for it. Like, oh, yeah, this is wonderful. Yeah. Um, instead of like, being judgmental like lingering in the back of my mind always for like different things and especially right with that story those stories of all oh, the bad guys like you can ruin everything like you know because yep. you know i like so you can't even or me like eat a piece of food without also having simultaneous thoughts of wondering how much like glyphosate is in this and you know is it like organic or should i wash this or maybe i shouldn't eat it because it's processed and, okay. you know, um, versus like so that's what i end up eating for and the story i end up telling versus gratitude Wow, this is either you know really nourishing my body and it's full of all kinds of great stuff and I'm gonna feel energized. Or even if it's not something, wow, this you know might not be full of nutrients, wow. but still is gonna you know, nourish me, you know, yeah. emotionally and spiritually right now. Yeah. I'm just like yeah. excited to, you know, sharing it with my um family and yeah. um instead of being like, yeah, thinking about how much glyphosate is in all of it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> how much poison am I consuming right now? <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. And I think that's, a, you know, gratitude. It's like the spice of life. It helps in all those difficult moments. And I was explaining to you earlier, Mike, just the, the summer that I have at times felt like I got kicked in the teeth, but coming on the other side of it, there was this immense level of gratitude of like, oh shit, like, look at all the, look at all the blessings in my life that I've kind of not been looking at due to where I've let my mind be occupied. But now it's like the sheer, Uh, joy of your morning coffee or like I totally resonate with that just like the smell the warm cup in my hand and as I take that first sip it's like hell yeah this is so great like and it's that it's that gratitude that I've found that I anchor myself to after these experiences that help me when I am confronted with with a trigger or something because I find after psychedelic experiences that are so profound Sometimes and I th- and I come out of it oftentimes with this mindset of like, oh yeah, I'm I'm you know I've been there, done that, dealt with that. I'm good now. And then you get triggered by it again. You're like, what the hell? <laughs> it's like that much more sensitive. But the gratitude has always helped me to kind of anchor myself and like, ooh, now I'm at a point when the trigger comes up. I'm like, I've been here before. I know how to work with this, and I'm grateful that I've been there before.
0: Yeah. That's so cool what else i mean yeah because we were talking so many you know you were telling me a bit about your summer and obviously there's so many parallel les- lessons lessons yeah. um what are some of the ones that stuck out or the different pieces i mean i'm uh, here and there but
1: yeah well as you were <clears throat> going through your experience one of the big things that i uh I didn't really leave out, but the one that's still so alive for me to this day is just compassion. And I'm noticing just in my, I'm, I'm having more compassion for myself. And by having more compassion for myself, I'm having so, that much more compassion for the world outside of me. Whereas before I used to, like, somebody would cut me off in traffic. And I'm like, well, you're a, you're a fucking asshole psychopath. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, slow down and enjoy the moment. And it's like, I'm <laughs> robbing myself of that joy. Do me some out. meditation, bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, sit down and slow the fuck down. Enjoy this moment around you. And realize I'm like, oh, I'm feeding into that energy. I'm not... Doing good. And now it's like that happens. I'll like, hey, I hope you get your to your destination safely, man, like take a chill pill or something. Um, but yeah, I've, and I've noticed more gentleness in myself, both towards myself and towards the world around me from these different experiences. You know, was it Gandhi or somebody said something to the effect of like, life's hard, but don't let it harden you, let it soften you. And I've really felt that in myself. And I feel like there's been this for me, in my realm, I've, I've tried to avoid this softness because I felt like that was a weakness. But now I'm really seeing the strength that comes from the softness and the gentleness. It's not being rigid, but it's being able to bend and flex with the flow of life and, and not trying to control each outcome, but really just surrendering to what's there and, and working with what you've got instead of trying to reach outside of yourself for means that aren't there, but rather work with the tools that I have inside of myself to to live a more grateful, compassionate, gentle life. Um, Whereas before this summer, I was really rigid, strict with both with myself and, and the world outside of me, just trying to control so much that I didn't really have control over. And this summer really taught me of like, here's how much you actually have control over. Why don't you focus on that and really, take advantage of that and be grateful for all that you do have and for how blessed your life has been. Cause I've had for the challenges that I've had in my life, I've had a really great life and I'm so, so fortunate for that. And it's really opened me up to that, you know? So to your, to our point earlier about, man, life would be pretty fucking sweet if it was easy all the time. I always do come back to the lessons that come from, from the difficult times. And it is a lot of, a lot more softness and gentleness and, and opening myself up to receive love And by opening myself up to receiving that love, I'm just noticing how much more love I'm able to give out to the world. Nice. Yeah. And then, uh, you're, you're talking about your archetype of the, uh, of father Wolf, Mm. my archetype that came for me. in one of my medicine ceremonies was the lion heart. And, uh, but I've really felt that. And it's funny, you know, that that came to me in that medicine ceremony when I was teaching fifth grade, a lot of my students called me Mr. Lion. Cause I used to let my hair down and I had this beard and they're like, yeah, you look like you have a lion's mane. And uh, just to see how that manifested in this journey for me of like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Like not only does the medicine see it in myself, but the kids that I worked with saw it in myself. And now it's time for me to see it in myself. Like I do have a lion heart. I do love fiercely, strongly, passionately, and instead of being afraid to play with that love, I need to lean into that space and play with it more and, and really own this lion heart. It's not, it's not a sin to own your power. It's just, uh, I think for me, there's a lot of, there's a level of responsibility that comes from owning it. And, uh, and I didn't want to deal with the responsibility, but now I'm, I'm owning it and I'm leaning into the responsibility that comes with it. And I'm feeling myself evolve into the man, the male and the father that I eventually want to become. I love it. Yeah. Did you get new glasses? Uh, a little like last time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's beautiful. Um. Yeah, I hope people were listening and enjoys and shares their feedback on like what resonated. um Also, uh, after I copied your haircut, I didn't think about what hap- what comes next. So you <laughs> either have to keep but you not have to keep cutting it, it, or it. just gets really, or just cut it all short and grow it all out together. Yeah. Or I don't know what to do now. And okay. then I can't I can't do the warrior pony because even if I only take like the top to keep it out of my ears while I work out or while I move. Yeah. I don't think it I don't know. I, don't
1: I think know. you could I can do it still with mine. My... So maybe. I don't
2: know.
1: But I got yeah, I, I realized after I cut mine, I was like, this is a commitment. It's either it's this or or cut it short after. So
0: I didn't, didn't think that through at all. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs>
1: Sorry, I should have put that in the disclaimer. It's
0: <laughs> like, oh, it was fun. Something you new, know, spice it up. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm gonna end the recording and chat with you for a couple more minutes.
1: That's it, man.
0: And, yeah so that's the story of course yeah lots coming each day just other insights oh wow Oh wow and that will keep happening but yeah hope i did a okay job at sharing like i like that quote talked about
1: yeah did wonderful and it helped me to process so thank you again
0: much love